Hi everyone, Giacomo here from the Squad Games Podcast. There's nothing more I love than rolling dice and hearing myself talk. And today, you too can roll dice and hear yourself talk by picking up the latest addition to our web store, the Squad Games Dice. I gotta tell you, I feel like a champ rolling these dice and look forward to showing them off at my next Kill Team meetup. So pick yours up today from our web store. Link in the show notes. Now please enjoy the rest of this episode. Alright, there's two dudes, one with a baseball bat, and one with a knife. And let's say they're both about five feet apart. Who would win that fight? The guy with the knife? It kind of depends on who's holding the bat and the knife, right? Yeah, who, who I guess, who would you want these two Are people to be? Are they equally skilled combatants? Yes, yes, they're both equally skilled in um, knife and bat fighting. Then the bat guy. You the think knife. the bat guy? The knife, 100%. That's got to be, if they're equally skilled, the bat guy's going to get him before he gets in, right? Are you sure they're like five feet? Well, five feet apart, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. If they got the range, the knife guy, you know, gets beaten out by the baseball bat, right? I mean, yeah, but do you know how Probably. painful it is to get stabbed? It's like supposed to be the most painful experience. Like, that was me. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, it's One fine. of the most painful experiences, you know? Yeah, but I don't want to get hit by a bat. <laughs> Well, that sucks for you. I don't want to get stabbed, Giacomo. I'll, I mean, die. Yeah, but I'll hit you with the bat before you get you to break me. Break my arm. I stab you in the chest. The game's done. You're bro- your arm is broken. You're on the floor. I hit you again with the bat. Now, if you're like right next to me, I'm dead. Okay, Negan. Okay, no. Negan. There's some bat to head action. The fight's over, right? Yeah, one shot. You're that's done. That's it. I Go mean, for yeah, the shins. But, break the legs. I mean, like, have you guys ever been in a fight and like stood still? It doesn't go well. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm like equally they're equally good. The the item that's going to be a one touch and done is gonna be the knife. Like you see the you see the knife slashes happen in movies and people are like, ah, and they look at it and then they continue fighting. It's like, oh my gosh, he got cut. That's not how shit works in real life. People yeah, get that's stabbed true, that's like true. six times. But have like, you ever seen a prison TV show? I have. I've seen like the idea of getting hit by a bat. You go down because you know it's it's a bat. Did you watch like Breaking Bad recently and watch what's his name's death? He was, you know, tied up on the ground and then he beat him in the head with it. So, so see, I think, I think it depends on if you have, where, the, where is this even going? And how have, is this appropriate? If you have, the distance, if you have the distance, think you win because you have time to, uh, to ready up their bat. Whereas if you're like right next to somebody, you could just like, you could stab real fast yeah. with the stabbing motion. There, there is something to be said for some people just don't know how to swing a bat properly. I I played baseball growing up, so I think I could swing a bat. But I've seen a lot of people try to swing bats, and it's a uh, it's not a, it's not good. And I and I think it's probably easier to to use a knife, right? It's probably a little more. Yeah, we've all you just kind of before. jab. Yeah, but I've seen some people holding knives, you know, like really poorly, and where they pointed at so, themselves. So is this like, is this some kind of like tier list, like segue into like people? Actually I mean, don't know I guess the Felgor have or... the bat and the cultists have the knife. I don't know. You what? guys figured that hey, out this again. Is this is the squad opening. games podcast. This is crazy <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Again, this is uh, this is the squad games podcast. And today I'm joined with Dakota and Mr. Shane. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm. 
I'm good. I get, I'm Mr. Shane today. I feel like I had a better uh, intro last time. <laughs> Mr. Shane. Mm, Mr. Shane. Your Shane highness. From- your highness, <laughs> yeah. <good>. Uh, <laughs> my liege. <laughs> oh yeah. boy! It's yeah, fun. yeah. The uh, now Shane, you got a golden ticket from ACO. You placed second in uh, at KTO. Uh, you run the command point. You've been around in the scene for a super long time, and uh, you know you're a badass overall. So. Thank you for coming on and talking with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a dinosaur. I mean, relatively speaking. Um, 2018, I think October, is when I first was introduced to Kill Team. And I'm still here a whole edition later. What's um, your What's your origin story? Uh, no is cap. it like, have you lived long enough to see yourself become the villain? Or um, the, still the hero that we Well, all, I don't play Tau yet, so oh. I don't think I'm a villain yet. You could start. Um <laughs> I uh my origin story is Ryan told me to play this game and I said no and then he asked me again a few more times and then I said yes and did it and then I bought a box of orc boys and that was it. Oh nice. That's 2018, huh? 2018. Nice. So you're you're actually relatively new compared to some of us. Who? I mean, maybe I don't know when you started, but I, <laughs> I started in the year of 2009. Okay. Well, that doesn't, no, that doesn't count. That's not, <laughs> I played kill team. That's made up third edition, uh, <laughs> way back in the day when it was just purely narrative. I yeah. used, uh, I used high elf bodies with, uh, like <laughs> guardian guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they weren't, uh, the models weren't, aren't what they were today. So to say the least, we've come a long way in kill team and yeah. skirmish games in general. This has been like, then like the last few years has been about skirmish games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's easier to get people into skirmish games. I mean, overall. Yeah. Especially yeah. Like, cause we're all like 30 plus now. Yeah. I mean, like you try to get somebody into it. That's never played before. You get them into a skirmish game. And like these, like these secondary companies that aren't Games Workshop, they don't want to compete with 40k, right? Yeah. Well, maybe people do now because apparently 40k is not good. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I I played a little Combat Patrol, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I had uh, people at the Hammer of Wrath telling us telling us how bad uh, competitive like 40k is really fun right now, mm-hmm. but in the competitive sense, it's not fun. So people are looking for alternative games. So perhaps the rise of kill team is nigh. Maybe I hope so. That would be cool. It would be. Um, yeah. Cause the, the thing that we all have to remember is that like, like the kill team is probably the most competitive game that the f- games workshop is putting out right now. Like I would say it's like original inception was battle for middle earth, the very first edition. Um, and then like, especially for the narrative side of it. And then it's just kind of slowly grown over the years. And then yeah, the 2018 one was super fun. Uh, in my opinion, not everyone agrees with, I me. agree. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah. Very 40 K ified, but, um, except for the wound rolls, those, I think once we got elites, <laughs> it was over for me. Like I, I didn't mind having the captains, but once we got elites, I think I, I was done. Oh, really? Elites is when it got good for me. Same. Yeah. See, I, I feel I told somebody this recently. T- Kill Team 2018 
was a game where you got back what you put into it. And I, and I think a lot of people didn't want to put a lot into it. And I get it because it was occasionally a pain in the butt. Like you got to buy like a, a whole box of guardsmen just to get a plasma gun. <laughs> and then but, there was like nine or 11 of them on the admic one. That you had yeah. To- yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> the original plasma spam. Did you guys prefer the, the, like the point values or do you prefer the rosters of like today's kill team? I like point values. Same. I really, I really enjoyed the aspect of the strategy aspect of the old kill team where you really had to build a good list to take it to a tournament. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that aspect. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about kill team 18. What are we doing? We are feeling nostalgic. Let's go ahead and right before we get to the whole thing, you know, we're going to be talking about the tier list, but a very particular tier list. Do you guys want to go over that real quick? Yeah. Um, this tier list is for Nova. Since uh, uh, Shane and myself are going to Nova, we're going to do a quick tier list of our speculations is what will place top, have the best possibility, and if anyone's has uh, any... Uh, a hard choice on what to bring to Nova. Maybe we'll help, uh, help you decide, uh, to, to take something. So should be pretty fun. I think, uh, we're going to go over like the, the overall strength of a lot of these teams and kind of go from there. Uh, Shane, do you want to break down our, how, how we're going to rank this tier list? Sure. Yeah. So our top tier, which would otherwise be S tier is, uh, is basically, uh, it's what we would expect to potentially win Nova. So it's our our favorites, I guess, so to speak, to win Nova faction wise. And our our next tier down is uh, basically reserved for uh, what we would expect to be in the top pod, but maybe not quite win at all. Um, so the top pod, it's kind of like how KTO had like the brackets after day one. Uh, the next tier down is basically competitive choices, good choices, like nice strong, decent teams, but not something you'd expect to be in the top pod, really, uh, outside of like a really good player running it. Mm-hmm. Next down, we have the um, less competitive choices, which are uh, kind of characterized by teams that we would like look at and identify as being unlikely to make like a deep run at a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, it would take serious legwork. Uh, and then, like not just a faction specialist, just somebody having an insane run with a bad team. And then at the bottom is the, uh, I mean, Jack, you were calling it the, uh, you came to have fun tier. Yeah. The, uh, you came here to have yeah, a good nicest, time. <laughs> nicest way to put it. I've, I've lovingly referred to it as the bottom feeder tier, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think we get the message across either way. Right. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, I think something that would be fun would be to, um, rank them from, uh, the bottom up. So, uh, people, Sorry, guys. You're going to have to wait until the end to uh, find out <laughs> what we put as S-tier, though. Many of you can probably guess. Um, yeah, can so... They? I think it's wide open right now. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot bit. of really good people coming to this event, and sometimes you have to look back at what did those people play. Because uh, the other thing is, like these, we're just talking about the manufactured way that these teams are run, rather than the skill of the player that's going to be piloting them. So some of these thought processes when we say some teams might be because we might have an inkling of 
players who are going to come to that event playing these teams. So, you know, Um, I think 24 people have uh, showed what's being, what they're not. Everyone shows shows what they're going to be playing, but 24 people have registered now out of the 71 tickets sold. Wow. That's a pretty big event. Yeah. We're trying to make the all Valley a little bit bigger than that. So, Anyone that's out there wanting to go to the All Valley, let's beat Nova's attendance and, uh, you know, have some fun on the (laughs) the West Coast. Tickets available in the show notes and also available on losersworkshop.com slash quad games. Absolutely. And right before we get to this tier list, we want to shout out one more thing. I want to thank all the patrons for everything that they do. Their support helps us make episodes like these and bring them to you. And we really appreciate that. And at this moment, we also want to let everybody know that we are affiliated with Frontline Gaming. So if you're looking to go into any Frontline Gaming events or if you're looking to buy anything from their web store, feel free to do so. We do have the links in our description below. Thank you. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, do you guys have any outstanding leaders for, uh, came for a good time tier? <laughs> I think there's some easy ones. Um, I mean, compendium, compendium Tau. Compendium yeah, that's a good one. Uh huh. Tomb World. Um, I still what don't know why these here? some of these teams exist. We can always <laughs> skip Knights. around a little bit and then we can <laughs> Ecclesiarchy, um, Traitor Space Marines, uh, Compendium Space Marines in general. Yeah. Um, sorry, Scouts. Uh, what else is there? <laughs> um I mean, Compendium Thousand Sons don't even really exist. Neither do Compendium Void Dancers or Harlequins. Greenskins? Yeah, Greenskins are like... So now we're into like the point... Okay, I'd say Comorites are also in the bottom tier. And and Gene Steeler Cult, Brood Coven, whatever the hell. Um, like, I think that Tyranids, Greenskins, um, Craftworlds, Demons, Imperial Guard, and Talons are like the clear best... Compendium teams, right? Oh, and there's Death Guard too. They're probably mm. just bottom. They're bottom tier. They're yeah, th- at this point in time, yeah, I'd probably put them there. I mean, I'd probably put Craft World there too. I know there's some people that. <laughs> so there's what I think they can, but I think when we look at the people who are going to be attending this event, we have Rob Nickel, Robert Nichols on the West Coast, who plays these guys really well, placed 18th at LVO, and he doesn't play them anymore because the intercession mashup for them is so entirely bad. Yeah, and, and I'd say the have, game has gotten harder for craft yeah. since LVO. <laughs> then you have then you have um Layla from the East Coast who could bring them, but why would she? she and then you have then you have me who might bring them, but I'm not. So no, <laughs> um if I was, I'd be bringing them to have fun. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Pretty much most of Compendium. Is there any Compendium that we think could go into the deeper, like, possibility of a really good player bringing them? And in, in the next tier, you mean? Like the C, yeah, basically? The C, yeah, C tier. Because right now we have the most of the D tier is just pretty much just Compendium uh, so far. Gray Knights yeah. are down there too, right? Yeah. What about... Yeah, got, oh, yeah, for sure. 
and then you have scions and the the vet guard i mean they i guess they could be in c but the thing is that they have no chance of winning this event in my opinion yeah the caster the Matt the, Kasser, the right. um tempestus scions tempestus scions now there's some diehard people out there who really like uh compendium, compendium i'm yeah guard, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never seen it done. So uh, I, I'm a big Greenskins fan. I'm going to say Greenskins think, are bottom tier. I think Greenskins could do it. Okay. Uh, I think they're bottom tier. They're, you think so? I actually played them <laughs> crazy story. I played them recently oh. um, just for funsies. And they are, they're tough. They're like a brick wall, but they just have absolutely no tricks. There's nothing going on. Even for a compendium team, it's really basic. I heard they're pretty good on Into the Dark. Yes, they are. But that's about it. Um, so yeah. you'd rather play commandos instead of greenskins because they got Pretty the tricks. <laughs> commandos yeah. are so entire, so so much better. Yeah. When the game came out, I actually thought <laughs> the greenskins were better for like the first month. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just so funny to think about. But like, I can also see why I would have thought that because they have an extra body. Well, eleven, not anymore, an extra body. They had to have eleven bodies, and. They had just a scratch, and they had a they have a strat play for balanced and fighting, which commandos don't have. Mm, um, okay, and you could take three rockets, which is kind of sick. Um, but yeah, no, they're so very basic. What compendium teams are breaking out, and does anyone have a spicy take that any of these compendium teams actually have a shot at winning? Because I mean, none of us thought. We all thought Jimmy Kelly was uh, crazy for bringing custodes to the Into the Dark, or at least I did. Um, is this a mixed tournament, Nova? It is mixed. Supposedly, yes. How mixed it is, uh, we have not getting, gotten any kind of confirmation. So I don't think there's a packet out there, is there? No. No, there, yeah. there's a packet. I don't think it elaborates. I do think it just says yeah. it's mixed. Yeah. Fantastic. Spending so much money to fly across the country for no information going to a tournament. Thanks, Nova. So, don't get robbed. You no longer have your <clears throat> kidneys anymore. Yeah, exactly. You show up, like, get stabbed in Baltimore. Oh, see, I'd rather have a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Here, the here's one. a spicy one. I think Tyranids and Demons can be in the next tier up. Okay. In, in, in C tier? Okay. And Imperial Guard? And what about Talons? Talons, I think, are maybe B tier, but that's that's it. That's the highest I'll go. Yeah, I think so. So we'll put uh, we'll put the Talons in the good, in the current meta, but probably not winning the event. Put... Um, Demons, Imperium Guard, uh, and the High Fleet in C tier, which is unlikely to do a deep run uh, at this tournament. I, I just think Demons are just weird enough, and they're really, really good on Into the Dark. Um, that I could see them, I could see like a Will Fong or somebody actually like kind of weirdly running deep with them. Yeah, um, Demons are good. They are they're pretty decent until they lose APL. Because they don't have like a comms guy, so yeah. they can't really take additional actions. Which uh, once they start losing it, it's kind of over. They started. Yeah. They, they struggle into Felgor and into uh, Hand of the Archon because they have so much stun. So like just having not having the extra be- ability to have APL really sh- makes that team struggle. I could see that. I don't know. I could see blood letters giving Felgor trouble. Yeah. yeah, they were the ones to do that to um to be able to hand yeah, out dish he out. He still damage. won the Felgor game, but against the hand of the Archon, it just felt like an utter uh, after the Alpha Strike was just <laughs> uphill uphill battle. Now, what's interesting about High Fleet is that High Fleet has an Alpha Strike ability, but are they? I've never played or seen them played on Into the Dark, 
Are they any good on Into the Dark? I think they're fine. Like they're not like great. They're probably okay. I don't know. Like it's still the, what five five gene stealers and two and two three, three, three warriors three warriors, right? warriors or ten gene stealers. Which I will say, I think that's the way to go. I think ten gene stealers is good against uh, commandos, and I think commandos are one of the best teams right now. You know, it's not. But ten gene stealers are not good into <laughs> a lot of other things. Vet guard or <laughs> or very very much many other things. A tau um, player who doesn't want to run up and throw grenades. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess the next question then, moving on from Compendium, is there any team that is not Compendium that you would put in the bottom tier? Mm, in the I don't bottom, think so. Bottom, bottom, bottom in the F tier, the tier that sucks. I'm I don't looking even at. Think it's close. No. No, I I don't think so. I would have said Votan, but they had some changes some buffs, recently yeah. that just put them a bit higher now. Yeah, I don't see anything. I don't. I, I can't think or see of anything that's. I mean, if we do, if we if we go through the list and we miss one and somebody disagrees, we can always bring that that back up. Um, do you guys think that? Okay, I think that I would. Here's a spicy take. I would put Death Watch in C tier. If everyone was running intercession, but they're cool. not. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the plasma is annoying. I definitely have to deal with it because you kill one guy, then they kill you with the plasma. It's for you, Andrew. That's for, for you, you, Andrew. Uh, I'm sorry. They're they're coming for a good yeah. time. That that's the only reason those guys are there. Yeah. That's what all all Death Watch. Have, has anyone noticed like? It seems like vet guard players and death watch players are the people that like never ever want to move off their team. Right or died, baby. I don't yeah. know a death watch player, so <laughs> no, there's a couple out here. Are there? Okay. Yeah, and and we're like, hey, just paint your intercession like death watch. They're like, nah, nah. Right, right. or die. <laughs> I mean, they should pull like an. Uh, I don't know. Um, pretty sure the guy Adrian. He literally runs his intercession as just he just runs Death Watch models. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I could see Death Guard in C tier. They are, I mean, they used to be good, but I just don't know if like the current meta suits them at all. No, they're so slow. That's the yeah. that's the downside. They're so slow. You could just play Nurgle Legionary. That's true. Yeah, just do that. Which is worse now, isn't it? A lot of people I see uh, taking corns inch. I guess yeah, we get to Legionary later, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the yeah, yeah, he's the guy for it. <laughs> I don't know if you heard us in our last in our last one, but um, or in one of our past episodes. But uh, there's uh, some people saying that they just didn't think intercession could could match. I mean, they think that legionary cannot match intercession anymore. And I told them like they probably you probably need to put like a guide out on how to play legionary because people aren't right. playing them right because you slap as legionary. I'm just it is very say. possible that I am doing that <laughs> <laughs> at hey. the moment. It's a long process. <laughs> I, well, yeah, it's something I'm putting a lot of work into. I'm very much one w- going to be watcher. So it's going to be good. Excited. So anyone else in the C tier now, the team that's unlikely to run deep at um, at Nova for bespoke teams? Um, I, I think... I know. So you guys mentioned Hearthkin. I genuinely don't know what to think. I I know that Spain is like super high on Hearthkin. Um, there's a there's a lot of cool combos with them. Having played against them a lot, 
um, or at least seeing them played. And that uh, extra one is nice because they get to tough it out just a little bit longer. But I feel like there are other teams that can still like take them down. They still only have eight yep. wounds and uh, move slow. So, so they're almost there. I'm okay. I, this is going to sound spicy, but I'm tempted to put novitiates down there just because no one runs them in the States. I doubt that. I mean, here's the thing. If someone good brings them, they might win the whole tournament with them. But I just, I haven't seen anyone outside of Baki or um, anyone else in the U.S. run novitiates to any sort of success. Um, Layla is a very good novitiates player. Um, and Kellen Foster. Uh, although I don't know if any of these players play Kellen, anymore. Kellen is going. He is, yeah. He is going. Um, so we have possibly Kellen and possibly Layla. Which, I mean, it might bump them up to B tier that, that they could. There's no way they're lower than B tier for me. They're, okay. They're like so innately good. All right. Like, I don't know. I'll, yeah, I can I'll, see them I'll getting tap, there. I'll put them in B tier, which is they're good in the current meta and they have a possibility of going deep, but mm-hmm. I, I'm still unlikely to win. I just don't yeah. know if they could win, win out the tournament utterly and completely so to me i just don't think that that's i'm comfortable with putting him in b for sure i'm fine with that where did we end up with hearthkin i <laughs> hearthkin we haven't i haven't decided Maybe they, I, i'm thinking c you're thinking c tier for hearthkin huh like they keep getting buff after buff after buff eventually it's going to be too far somebody's going to figure some shenanigans out like the the this the secondary main one you're going to be using is the grudge one, especially since the Thane can mark two people now yeah. after you have three or more dead guys on your team, so that's going to get easier. You probably won't do the other two very often, um, and if you're playing it into the dark, they aren't like the hottest, but their ability to turn light terrain into heavy is pretty helpful. They definitely prefer open a lot more. So you think they're unlikely to place in any top pod? Yeah, yeah, but there's going to be some games they play where they kind of surprise their opponent. Yeah, I think I, there's probably not a team I know less about than Hearthkin as far as like on top level play. They're actually decent into like Vet Guard and other shooty hordes, but I haven't seen them perform well into anything else because to be honest, I mean, I think only Franz has played them competitively in our scene. So unless somebody knows some hidden tech in there so they can get in our discord or the command point discord and, you know, talk about how we are extremely wrong for putting them into the unlikely to run deep tier. Like, hey, like they have a really cool ability with the, um, I think, um, the locator who can say like, you can't forward deploy and you can't do dash abilities outside of your deployment. So that guy is a really hard counter mm-hmm. against some teams. Like, it's a really good counter against a lot of fast teams, which is pretty good. You know, that's like a, what at least four teams. Yeah, they're certain um, teams. So maybe someone, someone will put them into like B. Mr., but uh, I think Mr. C. James Skinner is a big fan of uh, Hearthkin. I do know this. He is. He won on your was it your last pod or yeah. have you released one since? Yeah, it was yeah. He he played on in the doubles and they did they did pretty well. The two thousand two thousand and two New England Patriots. <laughs> Which was perfect because it was the Hearthkin's firepower and the Kinban's mobility, which allows mm-hmm. them to do stuff. 
which really helps the two teams out a lot. That combination just covers both of the parts that those two teams would be missing. And now you're patching it and it just makes them really, really good. Yeah, it did. Um, how do you guys feel about exaction? Exaction, I think are solid B tier. I yeah, think give them that a B. they're good in the current meta, but I like, we had uh, Kellen on our tabletop hot takes uh, show, which will hopefully come back uh, this Tuesday or next Tuesday um, where people call into our, on our Twitch channel and they tell us their hot takes and we either agree or disagree with them. Um, we have a little chat about it, but he, Kellen came in and said that they were S tier and uh, he Whoa. went to the hammer of wrath and uh, he beat me with them and they felt strong, but they still lost to intercession really heavily. So I, I can't say that they're S tier. Absolutely not. Elites um, mess them up. Yeah. Really, really, really badly. So, uh, I think that there is, man, are they C? What do you guys think? Man, S tier is a crazy take. That's, that's a wild opinion. <laughs> it's a hot take, right? <laughs> oh my it's hot. God. Uh, I think B for sure. Like there's teams there's that they can absolutely smush. And even like elites like intercession to a point with the shields and the phosphor lumens, which first off stop my rerolls and they mm-hmm. can block two hits in combat where I should be able to kill them is pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. But at the same yeah, there time, was... they actually can't really kill the elites. Most of the time we're just trading, but no yeah, one's actually they, dying. There is like a, I, I killed like a couple other models. They killed a couple of mine and then they got a subjector charged into like three of my models. And I was like, I can never kill this man in close combat. So I just charged him with two more models. And then he was in with, in like in combat with five of vet guard. And I was like, all right, let's see you kill five models in two turns with this one guy. And he's like, (laughs) I was like, I still get central control. (laughs) Um, yeah, (laughs) I, um, I mean, I'll say B tier. I'm, I'm okay with that. I guess. (laughs) I guess. So you think (laughs) they're, you, you feel that they're probably more into C tier still. You don't think that the buffs have pushed them up over i it's hard to say because i've played them a bit before and after the buffs and they still just feel weird to play for me i don't know if it's a me thing but they just feel very awkward to pilot and i haven't maybe i haven't found a balance yet that feels good for me but the the things that helped them a lot was to charge not fight move another model up and then shoot that man in close combat and they're like four four damage which was good especially in a vet guard, but like I could see that not being super great into, um, into like, um, what's it called? Uh, space Marines yeah. or something that's super, cause space Marines are super popular, you know? And they're just like, I, I, I would probably more likely put them in the C tier just cause I don't see them winning this event. I just, yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree. They're not going to win Nova. No. And like, go like maybe as a team, maybe they're in B tier, you know, like as a team, like where they rank power rankings wise, but specifically at Nova in this current meta and time, there's so many people that play space Marines and intercession. I, yeah, I just don't. I mean, as a legionary player, I do not fear them at all. Yeah. I think they're pretty low on the list. They're more like frustrating, but not impossible to beat. They're good in the, they're, they're, they're pretty decent in the like, uh, sh- low people they can arrest, 
right? Yeah. 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 But like, still, if you're only arresting a few dudes and if there's so many bodies, you know, how do you really get everything? So for Nova, I'd put him in C. Okay. What about, you know, you said frustrating and um, I want to talk about a team that's frustrating. (laughs) And people that I've been talking to certain people who I know are going to listen to this and are going to get a kick out of this. But I want to talk about Warp Coven. <laughs> okay. um, so we talk about Warp Coven so much that people have like said that we need to change our kill team chat to like Warp Coven chat and like our you, podcast to Warp Coven. Well, if the listeners, if the, if your audience wants a different perspective on Warp Coven, I'm here to provide that. Okay. Um, first of all, I think they're C tier. I don't think they're good, even after their five thousandth buff. But I agree. Uh-huh. I I got the pleasure of playing against um, a, a rather good Warp Coven player multiple times in the past like couple weeks since the newest uh, set of buffs. And, um, they, you know, Warp Coven kind of like, I kind of forgot about them, like what it was like to play against them. Mm-hmm. And be, because they are, you know, they fell off the face of the earth and nobody wanted to play them competitively. A million other more interesting, fun teams came out. Your brain doesn't melt after the first day of playing them. Yeah. Yeah, and I forgot what a utterly joyless experience it is to play against a good <laughs> Warp Coven player. Um, it is, it, it's like their goal is to make sure nobody has fun in the game. <laughs> That's what the Warp Coven goal is. If you hear that, anybody Alex? is having fun, they are failing in their mission. <laughs> I hate them. Is I it really the slowdown? <laughs> I think they're my number one team that I would like reworked completely. I think they should get a rework too. Yeah, it's going to be so hard to make them good. So Um, my my wife started with this team back in uh, 2020. Right. And so like these this team is very close and dear to my heart because my wife plays them. Uh, And I would definitely agree that I I don't think that they are um, in a good spot. I would 100 percent agree that they are still in C tier. Alex went out and proved us that, um, you know, Zangor spam is, is the better Beastman team. But, um, yeah, I still, I mean, there are things about warp coming that are really stupid to me. Um, as far as like, like they are in the hands of a good player, they can be really, really, really frustrating. Um, like I want you to, um, think about, uh, you know, the crit ops layout, it's called approach. It's one of the diagonal ones. It's number eight. You probably can't, but it's, uh, it's one of the, it's the diagonal crit ops. Um, mm-hmm. mission, uh, open board mission. That is, um, it's you have one objective in front of your deployment zone, like right in the line, and then there's four right on the midline, and then there's the other one is is in your by your opponent's deployment zone. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yes, I know it's what you're talking about. So yes. if you're playing, so first of all, all those middle objectives are more than seven inches from your drop zone. Um, so that means five out of the six are more than seven inches from your drop zone. And if you are playing as Warp Coven, unless you're playing like one of the few teams that has like a lot of pre-game mobility, like Phobos or something, mm-hmm. um, you have to take Recon Dash with your scouting option to get to one. Yeah. To otherwise, you will not score more than one point on primary on turn one. Yikes! It will be impossible. Well, um, you could score two if you used your Sorcerer with the Teleport spell. Technically. Well, no, no. Right? I'm saying if you're playing against them. Oh, against them. The Warp Coven player can guarantee that you will not score more than one point on primary on approach. Right. You're right. Because 
you have to do unless you're playing like Van uh, Phobos, you have to recon dash in order to get within range just as a three APL team. This isn't even counting a, a two APL team. You need to recon dash just to get in range of one of the midline ones, assuming they're going to ephemeral and stability right away, which they will. Yeah. Um, and the good warp coven player is going to know that you are recon dashing, so they're they're going to take infiltrate. They're going to win initiative. They're going to go first. They're going to ephemeral. And if they've positioned right, they can take that one point that you set up to get. And then they're going to get four in primary, and you're going to get one. And then if you lose initiative next turn against Warp Coven, they're going to ephemeral again, and they're going to keep scoring points. And it's stupid. And it's like, I I don't even think they're good, but I just hate that that exists. (laughs) It feels so unfair. But Yeah, um, that's why you just play a more mobile team, you know? Yeah. In case of when everyone brings warp coven. <laughs> I mean, I don't like I can't even think of the only things I can imagine that work against it are Phobos and maybe like Slanesh Legionaries, I suppose, and like rapid intercession. Uh Corsairs. Um Corsairs. I guess Corsairs because the they get a free they get a free dash when they move. Well the free uh, dash isn't enough to do it. You need to be um you, you need to take the thing where you get the plus one inch movement oh, okay, if yeah. you don't shoot or attack or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's plus one inch move and dash. Yeah, you have Vet Guard. Cool. You have, I guess, Geller Pox with Drawn to the Hum, maybe? It's pretty projected, um, but yeah. Yeah, but that's about it. <clears throat> maybe Commandos with Shush. Um, but yeah, that's... Commandos can get around it because they just forward deploy, so... Yeah, you can afford to play three models and then be like, oh, good good luck. Actually, Drawn to the Hum doesn't work because the objectives are too far away. Oh, okay. You can only go towards the one that's already in front of you. Oh, you you're have to right. closer anyway, so. Um, but yeah, like, you could go Intercession, but you have to go Rapid, and you could go Legionaries, but you have to go Slanesh, which, I mean, you don't want to do it. Nurgle's pretty good against Warp Coven otherwise. Um, yeah, I just hate it. But yeah, they're C tier. They suck, and I hate them. <laughs> I'm okay um, with putting them in C tier for sure. Yeah. Same. I don't think they're going to win it, but I'm interested in seeing ten Zangors and one Sorcerer. I yeah. would. I would think I would put uh, Corsairs down there as well. I don't see them winning at all. Uh, see them winning uh, Nova. Yeah, I guess likelihood of winning. As far as like how good of a team they are, I want to put them B tier. But I guess likelihood of winning is C because I don't think that team is built to win a, like a major. (laughs) Yeah. You just can't get unlucky ever. Especially when dark elder hand of the archon exists and they do their job better. Yeah. Hand of the archons really good. We'll get to hand later. So, okay. Is there anything else that we're putting in the C tier? I would make, I've got two teams that I would nominate. Sure, let's go for it. Uh, one of them is Firestalker Kinband. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, they're, yeah, I forgot they're about a them. Gimmick. They're just like a straight gimmick team, and I I respect that some people have found ways to win, or like not even win tournaments, but like have decent placings at tournaments with the same like implant, balance the books, recover item garbage. But it's I don't know. I think the other good players are aware of it now, and they'll find ways to punish you for it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they're also bad in the melee meta, which even though it's gotten worse, it still like exists. Like there's gonna be like layover of like players that have already pre-committed to playing like Felgors and 
cults and stuff, even though they've been nerfed. One thing that uh, John Reese said to us on our podcast with him was he thinks that uh, he really likes Kinben, but they're just way too swingy and you depend on dice way too much for them to perform great every single game. You're going to have one bad game just because you get diced because they depend on it so much. So, and since that's never been touched, I kind of, I kind of agree. So I just don't think that they'll ever. I would say like a big issue they have is like, I don't think that they have like crazy upside when they like roll well. Like what like crazy hard hitting things do they have outside of that flamer, which can't even really roll yeah, down unless you're yeah, me. The, the flamer and maybe the sniper. Like I don't think that they have like crazy spike guns that are just gonna like delete something outside of that skinner. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. Um I don't know, they're just so pillow fisted. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that term. I they're like pillow fisted. I like it. So uh, how are we feeling about Admech, they fell off the face of the earth after they lost so drastically to Gellerpox. I don't think that I've seen them win an event. I don't think I've seen them place well. I think like Alex Squires took them to uh, LVO and didn't didn't get in top eight. Like they really seem to have fallen off the radar ever since the last narrative event. Uh, the the you know when what's his name Ace lost to Orion. So I would say about Hunter Clade is I think that they're, I think that the, the recent changes to other teams and just to the meta in general, I think they're overall good for Hunter Clade. Like, I think okay. that the melee meta going away is good for Hunter Clade. I think that commandos being one of the best teams is decent for Hunter Clade. Cause I think that's like a pretty even matchup. Yeah. I think they're pretty good into commandos for sure. Um, and I, I like, I, I think they, like they're still quite decent into like the horde teams, in my opinion. Yeah, they are. They're difficult uh, for vet guard to face too. Yeah, I would. I think that hunter clade is probably B tier. Okay. Yeah. So they're. A I good, think if someone takes them, they'll do pretty good. Good. Yeah, like they, they don't. They like alpha strike potential, which matters less now that cults have been hit a little bit. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Gellerpox still eats their lunch, but Gellerpox is a little bit less common these days. Yeah, they definitely kind of are. Is there, what about Blooded? What do you guys think about the team that is, have they ever won a major? No. Hmm. I, they're always just so close. Yeah, I think they're really good. You do? Yeah, I think what I just said about Hunter Clay is also true for Blooded. Blooded hated the melee meta. But I think Blooded are the best team against elites. Interesting. Okay. Um, now that Inquisition can't take like five multiguns. <laughs> I would yeah. have assumed that Kasserkin was the best one against elites. That's another one. I think those two are very, like very, very both. We put those in B? Um, Blooded and Kasserkin? Yeah, they're probably both B. So yeah, I can see that. The interesting thing about Kasserkin, right, is that they are also very good in the, some of the boogeyman teams. Um, Felgor, uh, they can guarantee a lot of crits. But I, I still think they uh, they struggle quite a lot with without certain people running them. I haven't seen them perform super well. They still have a really low win rate. Um, you and think I, that could be attested to people not owning the models? No, they're 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 available now, or at least they were as of yesterday. I looked at looked at buying some 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about doing the Tropic Thunder Kasserkins. <laughs> That'd be cool. Master Chief as my sergeant. Um, <laughs> yeah, he comes in. The, the The thing is that he comes in to save them because they're so bad, right? Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So that's that's what that's what I it mean. Is. Yeah. I, <laughs> so do we think both Blooded and Kessler can beat here? I think yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. Elite teams. I mean, yeah. the elite teams are pretty good right now. Yeah, they have a they have a likelihood of running pretty deep for sure especially i don't think brett's going um i don't think chris Bakke. i don't think is going to nova either and i know that he's played kasserkin i don't know if he'd bring them but yeah i don't know of all um, the kin kasserkin are the best kin it's true yeah, I guess so. And the kin tier list there, S tier. <laughs> the um, skin tier. The right, skin so tier. <laughs> we, I, okay, there's two more that I think I, I want to talk about for C tier yeah. before we like start moving up. Uh, first is Wormblade. Really? Mm. C tier, yeah. I, I would have thought with the Sanctus doing his shenanigans, especially in open boards, it would have been better. I think good players know what Wormblade are at this point. I don't. I don't yeah. think there's anything left to learn about Wormblade, <laughs> um, unless they get buffed. I think that. I mean, I could see them going into B tier if there wasn't any into the dark. Into the dark. Um, that's true because in a mixed in a mixed environment, they might get placed into something unfavorable. Like I think the best one of the best things I had going for them beforehand um, was like the 12 point or the, I'm sorry, the three point loot. And that's not even a thing anymore. Like right. they could like cheese games there on primary. Yeah, true. And they, they can't do that anymore. Um, like, I, I don't know. They, they don't have a lot of activations for what is supposed to be a horde. They are scary into other shooty hordes just because they have so much blast and forward deploy. But yeah, that's. I don't think that the shooty hordes are kind of the top of the meta right now. So I definitely could see them being a poor likelihood of winning Nova. So I think that. Like, I don't think Jonathan Reynolds. He's the only Wormblade player that I'm aware of, really. And I don't think he's a- going to Nova. There's Anthony on the West Coast too, but he has since put them down, to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Since I, the cultists have come. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think they're going anywhere. And Nova. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd put him in C for Nova. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win Nova though. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean, I haven't seen them win anything either. I mean, they've they they placed pretty well at at LVO, but that was all open, right? So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and my, the other team I wanted to talk about for C tier is uh, a team that is very near to my heart that I really really like, and I've invested a bunch of time in this summer, and that is Hierotech Circle. <laughs> um, so you think their Alpha Strike isn't good enough? I think it's not as important as it was because there's going to be less cults and less like melee horde uh, after I, the nerfs. I think Hyrotech Circle is in a really healthy spot. I think yeah, they I are a, a healthy spot, but I, I also agree. I don't think they have a shot in hell to win this event. They're, yeah, uh, they're too weird and they're too hard and they're probably not quite strong enough anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree. When you're not rolling your reanimation protocols... Every time I played against them and my opponents is just not getting the rolls, I'm just destroying them and they can't do a thing to yeah, catch I mean, up later. So for that reason, I'd put if it If there down. exists a really, really good Hyrotech player on the East Coast and they take them to Nova 
I feel bad for any like call players they run into. I will say do, that. Do you think that, uh, that they're going to be really good in the cult now? Be, is it s- specifically because of their crazy 15 inch fly bullshit laser, every, death. laser of death? Explosion? Everything about their kit was really good in a cult. Like they just every, their whole team comes online against cult. Like you can go full engage and get intractable March turn one. And you can go, um, you can alpha them. They have like the best alpha in the game, really. Um, I will disagree with you there. I still think Pathfinders have the best because they can guarantee turn one activation. Mm, kind of, I, I, I guess. But also higher tech flies. <laughs> that is true. They do they got fly. fly. The guy Which that you need crazy. to do it has fly. Um, and it's like, it's also stunned too, which is pretty nuts. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was pretty scary when I, I fought them and then he didn't do that to me turn one or at all. Really? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, you have to remember that Vetguard have the, the dash. So if that was like a viability, you could just spread out, you know, as long as you don't start everything <laughs> on the starting line. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, though, I, higher tech, I would put C tier. I really like them and I think they have a lot of potential, but I think they are a team that in the future may get buffed again. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think that they could, but I just don't know what they would do to the team. You know, like when you sit down and you think about, it's just like another team that was just like a poor initial concept because what they've had, what, three or four buffs in a row. Yeah. You know, like it's just, extremely unfortunate when what yeah. Casterkin only got one buff and they only needed one and they're like, fine. Any meta where like 20% of the competitive players are running commandos, higher tech will never win that tournament. Yeah. That is a nightmare matchup and, <laughs> for higher tech and commandos are going to be very good at this tournament. Um, let's see here. Uh, do we, do we have any other C tiers? Do we think it's like, do we think, do we honestly think, that Felgor have a chance of winning Nova. I don't. Yeah. So are we all in agreement of putting them in the C tier? They are very good. Like I cannot beat them on into the dark as Vetguard. I, can't. I think, I think B tier for sure, because although initially I had thought that the critical hit to range thing was really good against them. If you still play them, I mean, obviously they can't hold objectives anymore when they're frenzied, but if you're still playing them properly, you're going to hide them anyways and not have them get shot at so you can still score your objectives and then you're going to close the gap and that's where you're going to try to kill them which you might not always win because frenzy's changed but i think you have the edge now i mean you might do well but are you going to win i don't think no, this probably team not. has a chance in winning that's my yeah like i think they were over nerfed and I, although i don't believe in them at all and i would say c tier i've heard enough other good players say that they still think they're decent that i would be fine putting them b tier I think that th- I will, I can tell you what, they are still very good. I played into them. Um, and it was like, if O'Brien brings them, I'll just like forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am playing all that. I'm the, happy the, for you. Or <laughs> the, the one thing, the one thing I will say about Felgor <laughs> is that they still are very much not a fun team to play against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. They give me that stress opinion. bubble in my head yeah. when I'm going to decide what to do against them. Yeah, I mean, let's go B tier then, right? Yeah, B tier is good. Let's just say B tier. They might sneak it in, but probably not, but they might. Um, I mean, now we're, I think we're at a point where are there any other teams that are B tier? 
Harlequins? I think no, I think that Harlequins might might be a tier. I don't think um, there's a world where Harle- I don't think like you can create a meta where Harlequins aren't a tier at least. Yeah, I think I could see You think they're going to win Nova though? They could. I think they could. They could. I don't think they will, but I think they could. So then that would technically be yeah. an A tier then. Yeah, you're right. Now, I don't think Pathfinders could. What about honestly, even what after about, the buffs? You really? Yeah. I think hmm. Pathfinders are real good. They still have yeah, to Yeah, put them right there. I mean, like, I know they have Into the Dark buffs now, but, like, they yeah. still have to play half their games on Into the Dark, presumably. And I just... Presu- if they do 50-50, I, I guarantee you Nova's not going to be 50-50. More like 80-20. I, I don't know. Yeah. Nova historically has GW support, so maybe they'll pitch in. Yeah, but G- GW doesn't even want to run it. And on top of that, last year they did player placed. So I don't have I don't know how much faith I have in... I don't even know what terrain pack they're running. In fact, the fact that they haven't posted any, it's not, anything, it's not player placed. I know that. Thank God. No, it's, I think it's, it's going to be a traditional mixed format. Um, I think in GW, typically I've noticed they like, they don't want to run it, but for stuff like Nova and like Adepticon, they'll, they'll be happy to give the TOs stuff. Mm-hmm. They probably don't do it for FLG. I can imagine, but no, they uh, do not, but I know they'll, they, they've given, in the past, they've given terrain for them to use. They just say, hey, you run it. Here's stuff. Mm. So, you, I mean, like, if it's a mixed tournament, I say, I typically go in assuming it's going to be 50-50. Okay, so Pathfinders, I don't think are going to be top pods. I think they, if if a good player, like, let's say John Reese brings them again, do they have a shot at winning? Absolutely. But I don't think without, like, somebody who's, without, like, a really good shot, that they, okay, I, so I could put them as in B tier. I could put them in sure. B tier for sure. I see sure. B. I, I wouldn't put them in C. Like, I think the recent buffs are relevant. Like, I'm not. I, I, I think that, I think that, that Kanye, Crayon, whatever the fuck it's called, the Crayon, <laughs> crayon buff. Crayola. Yeah. Yeah. The Crayola buff um, is actually pretty strong for loot and for secure. Like, you can just move onto it, free secure it, and then shoot your four or five gun. Like, you just get another. Sh- like, if you. If you're not worried about alpha striking, right? Like you don't need to alpha strike space Marines. Like you're going to kill them. Well, I think you have to, don't you have to stay concealed or is that not a thing? Maybe I'm thinking of Modka. You have to be engaged. Mm. God, I, I think, don't. I think the crayon buff specifically states, um, for into the dark, if you're on conceal, you can then use a guard action. And when you use that guard action, you can only marker light, which is amazing. Cause by turn two, everything is, there's a lot of five, people can be five lit up, you know, super easily. Now, what do you guys think about breachers? I'm willing to put breachers in competitive team. I mean, if, if Jimmy Kelly brings breachers or we have, uh, like Liam or Leander brings breachers, they very well could be eight. I mean, breachers are top pod, right? After all these nerfs, like, yeah. have we forgotten what breachers are? Oh, they're I know. They're still breachers. <laughs> they're, a, they're a insane, insanely good. I was just top making an it's argument. Right. No, I tried. I will not hear I still your put argument. <laughs> they're they're they start with a B, but they deserve to be Hers. Yeah. Hers. No, that was, oh, that okay. was really best. Terrible. Wow, bro! <laughs> <laughs> crazy uh, joke. Oh. Um, uh, that was a nasty line by you. <laughs> Dropping these. Yeah, bars. I don't know if any if there's any more any more B tiers. I mean, so I like, guess we, we can go through a tier and try to delineate if we have too many. Here's the one that I think you're most likely to argue with me about. <laughs> okay. okay. 
And that is, I think Elucidian Star Striders are a kind of sleeper faction right now. I think they're, I think they're really good. good. Yeah, a hundred percent. Recon is still strong and they got recon. And Ace was maining them for most of this year and they haven't received any foreseeable buffs that would actually make them bad. Yeah, as far as teams that don't get talked about, I think that they are very, very good. You know why they don't get talked about? It's because their models fucking suck. Um, I hate them. I fucking hate them. I like parts of them, but I'm not a fan of like the leader. I'd rather get the dude from Blackstone Fortress. Mm. Because you can like, you know, it's like you're customizing like Inquisition. You're you should be able to make your leader like whatever. It's representing whatever you think. We can't rate them how lame they are. Otherwise, breachers would be deachers. Yeah, it's <laughs> I yeah, I don't like the helmets. I'd rather change the helmets out for breachers <laughs> as well. But the team itself for Star Trider Star Striders are, you know, they got recon and recon's really good. I just can't believe I just made that joke and you didn't even I barely got a got a response out of that. I'll give you the a teachers, chuckle. <laughs> teachers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad teacher. You're a teacher. <laughs> we have a couple of teachers who listen to this podcast, right? Um a handful. But, okay. Do we think that Star Striders are A tier? Then I think they're A tier. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, one thousand percent A tier. What about Inquisition after the nerfs? Pretty big nerfs. A, a. Mm, still. Yeah. I I don't know anyone who plays so, them, so I'm not experienced with them if, at all. Well, I mean, I okay. We could say that they are B tier. We could, but if somebody brings them who's halfway decent, I think that they they could be. A tier, but I could I could also sub subject and say that they'd be uh, be competitively good. I think they're B. Yeah, yeah, and those are pretty fine. significant nerfs, but I think they were good nerfs. I think they made the team more interesting. Yeah, agreed. Um, also, they're, they're also very they're they're the warp coven of humans. They're a very complicated team. There's so much fun. planning. <laughs> yeah, there's so much planning to do beforehand. Yeah. Like what what faction take? So many models to hobby. Uh, it's just like. Maybe somebody didn't bring breachers with the cat, but here's the thing. They have a cat who can just take obscurity away and then use a plasma cannon. That's the reason why I'm like, ah, you know, I do think that it's rough <laughs> when your big guns are all heavy. I think Wormblade suffer from that. Yeah. And I, I like, that's kind of what happens to inquisition. Um, I can see that. I think, yeah, I mean, they're not all heavy, but they they'll have one of their main damage dealers on a heavy gun that has to like be near other things. I don't know. They're they're pretty dense team. They might still be A tier. They're they're B plus. We can always come back to them a little later. Uh, yeah, that's fine know. with me. So let's move on to vet guard. I think that vet guards probably B or A. <clears throat> I think that they are in the right hands. Heaven forbid, like Ace comes and plays Vetguard, he'll probably win the whole thing. But a lot of people aren't playing them. And I know that because for some reason I'm ranked very highly with this team and um, I don't play very much. <laughs> so I don't I, I don't know why people don't play them. I think uh, Travis Chang told me that they were boring. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I um, mean, I think I think they're fine. Their own. I put them in B, like you're mentioning, because the army that that are probably gonna win can kick their butts pretty well. I don't think anybody can kick Vetguard's butts, honestly. If a good player's running them, I think I actually think that breachers are really good into them. 
there. I've always breachers have always given me pretty pretty hard trouble. Though I haven't. I mean, I've okay. I okay. The two the two breacher players I've played are Leander and Jimmy <laughs> Kelly. So that could be a delineation of why I think breachers are really good into Vedgard. And guess and guess who you're probably going to play at the tournament? <laughs> uh, I'm playing Vedgard. <laughs> right, but guess who's probably going to play breachers or something? One of them. There's a chance it could could be them, and yeah, they could and be running it again. And I'll be. Fine. And so, like in this scenario for Nova, I think I think that there be. And if you get lucky, you never have to play them. Well, then you then you go. You no, I think that the loot that they're another team that really suffered from the loot change. Like I think they could really cheese loot in a pretty toxic way. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll put oh, yeah. them in B tier. Yeah, they're like uh, a really th- strong B, but yeah, B plus. B, they're definitely team, B I think plus. Belongs in B or yeah, I'll say B is Phobos. Yeah, Phobos. I mean, really, agrees. I think Phobos is going to be A tier. I will no put my flag Phobos in the is, it's flag in Mark the Garrett, on that one. Yeah, but when we think about it, Mark Garrett's going. He's probably going to bring Phobos. Do you honestly think he's not going to get top pod? Uh, I mean, I think Mark, I have never played against Mark. I think Mark is a great player. I've never played against him either. He played in narrative. He seems KTO. like a great player. I'd love to play. I hope I play him at, at uh, KTO or a KTO Nova. Um, but I think that this field is too, it's not even a, a knock against Mark as a player, but I think there's too many other amazing players that are playing better teams. Yeah. And and I think like you had mentioned with the change to loot, when I used to play Phobos, I would absolutely jump forward and start taking my opponent's stuff before they even had a chance to. Now that I can't really do cheese that, they're they're fine yeah. still. Like they're still doing like zero action stuff, which is nice for sure. And I think they're fine. Like I think they're B, but like, and and I think they're a team that. So I personally, I said this in the last command point tier list. I think the Phobos are a little bit overrated at the moment. And when you hear about all the stories of people playing Phobos right after the buffs, doing well, it's always my opponent didn't expect X or Y, or they were mm-hmm. taken off guard by my movement. And it was all this like post-buff, like, I don't want to say gotchas, but like underestimation of the team. And uh, enough time has gone by that I just don't, I don't think Phobos are going to, so I don't think they're on that level. I'll give my reasons why I think they're A tier. Um, I think that we're playing on Octarius and Octarius is notorious for having awful layouts. And a lot of those awful layouts are because like, there's no heavy specifically in your deployment zone. And when there is, you have to hide your models there. They can alpha strike and also they can ignore obscurity. So like just those two things can really screw over a lot a lot of teams and that's the reason why they have all those feel bad moments because like oh they didn't expect this oh they didn't expect that it's just because they are good at those specific things but they are one of the hardest teams to pilot and pilot correctly so that's why i I, no matter what they are b tier but in an octarius flavored zone um i definitely think that they're a tier like maybe on my terrain or other third-party terrain, maybe they would be B. Um, Octarius suffers from the fact that they're the there's so much big buildings, and there's like less sparse. There's just giant open spots, and then like some places of heavy, right? So yeah, like, like 
Yeah, I agree. I think you will catch people off guard still, but like, I don't think the sharks that are going to be challenging for top ten are going to be the ones that are going to get caught for it. Like, I don't think they're going to fall into those traps anymore. Okay, G, you're the you're the deciding vote, my guy. Uh, uh, Slap them in B. For me. Okay. Yeah, you, 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 Giacomo would, <laughs> Bobos. Um, <laughs> that one is good. <laughs> oh, okay. you, you got a D for, for the D with the teachers. <laughs> you got a B for Bobo. <laughs> that's, that's like bitches. <laughs> that would caught me off guard just like anyone who plays against Bobo. <laughs> so we yeah. don't have very many teams left. Um, which is appropriate yes I agree but I think the rest of the field is A and S tier what do you guys yep. think yep yep I agree the only yep, one that is even tier. close to consideration for me is Geller Pox you don't I think they're at least A I think they are too but that's the only one I would consider okay. not being up there yeah I mean if Orion brings them God help us all um, <laughs> Emperor help us all that's a little bit more um in flavor. <clears throat> uh, I haven't made Mel Gibson yet for my vet guard. So the God part doesn't help us. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we should talk about intercession next. I think that they are 100% top pod material. I think there's going to be at least one in the top pod just with how, how, how good they are stat checking wise. I think it's great for the game still to this day. No one can tell me otherwise. Can I make the argument for S tier for intercession? Ooh, that's, think they're, man, that's an interesting one. You think they one. can win. Yes. You think they can win. Okay? I just watched them get nerfed and then immediately win two golden tickets within a week. Yeah, after get out of here with that. <laughs> like, okay, Tacoma, like, it's just, I'm, I'm sorry, Pacific Northwest, but it's just the Pacific Northwest. Then there's like, Ooh. I, I didn't, I'm sorry. None of those players, there's a couple players that went to LVO and they placed, they placed decently well, but ultimately like, I haven't seen these players win these 80 plus person events with intercession um, or the cultist players that went. I'm sorry. Um, I know you're a great Pacific guy. Northwest, I'll be your guy here. All right. You know okay. what? It, no matter what you say, it was a 64 player tournament in the wake of a nerf, a pretty big nerf it, on paper, what looked like a pretty big nerf. And it was pre cult nerfs, which maybe you don't think the Pacific Northwest is good, but I mean, I could be. you don't even have to be good to win with pre nerf cult. So, and it still takes a pretty good player to, to come out on top there. But like, I don't know, man, I just don't see like, what is we all, I'm not even going to say it. We all know, I think what we think the best team is right now. And intercession is that team's, possibly worst matchup bottom three matchup you know before before the team that's we're thinking is going to win changed ha- changes happen i did okay against them with intercession yeah and also like there are other teams that are really good into them like um pathfinders um void dancers can be good legionary can be good Legionary is uh, extremely good against intercession. <laughs> and then you have hand and you have hand. You also have hand of the archon and, and uh, all of those pl- teams we have yet to place. But, but here's, here's the thing with intercession. They're really good against everything. They're pretty good against everything. Really? 
that's really good against them because they can do good damage. And that's like, that's my argument goes for putting them higher. Obviously there's matchups that are way better against them, but they can still dish out a lot of damage, you know? So like I get opponents who are frustrated against playing intercession just because they could take so much damage and they've taken a bunch of like, nerfs. Already. Yeah. But they're all been like sideway buffs. Like, I mean, sideway nerfs that they, that like all of their stuff hasn't necessarily like nothing has so affected the, the core. So yeah. Like you nerf one thing and they find another thing. That's awesome. Yeah. And, well, I think rapid and maybe inaccurate now. I'd say rapid durable, but like, who knows? Okay. Who even knows? Yeah. It's only one thing now, right? Yeah. Um, but like, I think a good indicator of if the top, t- like if a team stopped here is if they won Nova, would you really, would your mind be blown if intercession won Nova? Yes. Like, absolutely. honestly. Yeah, it would. No, I, I would be, here, I could here's see the thing. it. Here's the thing. Like, again, the, the, Tacoma Open, I slightly distrust the all the results uh, for multiple reasons. And then, like, we go to L, uh, LSO, which they won LSO. There was no Felgor, and there was no Cultist. Um, they haven't won any of my events. Um, they haven't won anything. They didn't win KTO. They didn't win... Um, I mean, does anyone who, who won Goonhammer this weekend? Do we know? Commandos. Yeah. Thought so. I mean, what's commandos maybe worst matchup intercession. Is it really? I'd say, I don't know if it's their worst matchup, but I think it's bottom three. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, 14 wins is hard to cut through and All then right. they shoot you back and kill if, your dude. If you both want to argue for S tier, I'll put them there. Uh, uh but, dragging but if me, that's kicking the case, and screaming, but, but if that's the case and they're S tier, that means Legionnaire has yeah. to go with them because I always believe that those two teams, although Legionnaire might have the edge, they are like the gatekeepers of this game. So are we going to talk about there's Legionnaire? Only, yes, there's only we one good are. Legionary player in the United States, and that's Shane, okay? That's me. And, <laughs> I'm, and kidding, Mar- I'm kidding. I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Marty from Arizona is also pretty good with them. Um, um, but yeah. like So here's the thing about Legionnaire. This is, first of all, other than KTO, this is probably the best meta that they've ever stepped into. Um, the boogeymen of this meta are scared of legionary and there is something to be said for that. I don't think you could possibly put legionary under a tier. There's no way about that. So the real conversation is S or a, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that legionary may have really great matchups into the S tier, the other S tier teams that we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. But I think Legionary have disproportionately worse matchups against teams in like A and B compared to those other S tier teams. Okay. Like, I don't know if you could put a team that is so bad against Blooded in S tier. You know what I mean? you think that they're awful into Blooded? I think the blooded, problem, the here, problem here's is. Here's my Legionary no one, wisdom. Uh, no blooded is the worst matchup for Legionaries. Really? It's, it's awful. Absolutely awful. <clears throat> I don't think a lot of people are going to be bringing Blooded. I think I they think so really, either. really fell off a cliff. For sure. Maybe they'll listen to this pod and be like, I'm bringing blooded now. Exactly. We're going <laughs> to counter the meta with counter the meta and counter, counter, counter. Maybe. <clears throat> and there's another team that I'm thinking is fringe S tier that is really good against them. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that Legionary are, I've in my gut, they feel like an A tier team. But if uh, what do you think, Jack? You think they're S tier, right? I think they're S tier because if we're going to con- against the intercession uh, in the intercession matchup, it's always so grindy and they really just like, did one of us get that hit off? And I think they can get it. See, 
my problem is that most of a tier or a lot of a tier really screws over intercession and some of it does screw over legionary so that's like breachers and gellerpox i think the legionary is good against breachers actually yeah but i don't think that like i think like if if legionaries won nova i would be like okay i i understand if (laughs) if if intercession wins i'm like what happened Really? Who, well, who didn't who didn't go to this real. tournament i think i don't know who else is taking legionary to nova but i i i'd be really happy if legionary won nova <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure you would Shane. i'd be pretty happy with that <laughs> result i think i think that specifically when we look at the people going you if i had to guess i would think that you were going to bring legionary uh because i don't know if you want to play another game of uh another tournament with cultists uh um I was going to bring you. I could see Orion bringing them. You know what I mean? I could see. Um, Mark Garrett put. That's interesting. He put talons of the emperor. Um, I think a lot of people are trolling. Um, <laughs> so, all right, Dakota. Yeah. You got to split this tie then. Is legionary S tier or A tier? They're S tier. Okay. Yeah. They're hundred percent S tier. I think that legionary, I still think intercession is a tier, but we we've we've sailed that ship. Okay. <laughs> so, we have left Commandos, Void Dancers, Hoda, Hand of the Archon, so that's like a Yoda team. Um and we have Colts. So, I think Geller Wait, isn't Void is, a, a already? The what? No, Void Void is definitely A, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I thought we put them in I, A. I doubt that they're going to win Nova, but I think they have an easy chance to get top odd. I've always seen Void Dancers always place really well, but never actually win. They're I mean, like, yeah, they're like always a Void Dancer player in top ten. You know, <laughs> I'd actually be surprised if they won if they won like at all. You know, at Nova, then that'd be that'd be pretty exciting. We'd see another nerf coming for them. <laughs> I think that Games Workshop hates Void Dancers. That's how you get. Yeah, that's how you get Void Dancers nerfed. I guess anyone with yeah. the white dwarf mark on them is like, we hate you. It's like, <laughs> like have you guys seen that cartoon of like the the like dad standing in the doorway with the belt. <laughs> it's like boy dancer games workshop and boy dancers. Like no more, please. It's games like, workshop. They were like Domino. <laughs> Domino field was the dumbest decision we've ever done. They're not allowed to be good. Actually, we're allowing them to be good. They're just not allowed to win. Yeah. They're the elder brother. So, that's not allowed to win. Well, all right. So we all agree. Boy dancer. They're great. They have, yeah. I swear to God, I, You'd have to. You'd probably be tough to find like more than a couple big tournaments where there hasn't been one void dancer in the top ten. Agreed. There's always one. Except that. No. Except that uh, LVO. There was not one. Really. But no. yeah. But um, there wasn't a lot of people playing. Uh, I think there was probably like three out of the eighty-seven. So East Coast has some pretty good void dancer players. I'll say that. There's not a lot on the West Coast. Yeah. I think Futter, but I don't think Futter plays uh, kill team anymore. So. Yeah, East Coast says we have Joey Cruz, uh, Matt H, who's actually TOing, so Matt's mm-hmm. not going to be playing Void Dancers. But um, yep, Joey beat me. Joey's rolls rolls a Joey lot of four too. pluses. Let me tell you what, yeah. dude, the Invul save is strong. Yeah, fuck Invuls. All right, moving on. <clears throat> uh, Geller Pox. <laughs> Geller Pox definitely a. Yeah, I don't think I can put Geller Pox in us. There's. They're just too strong. 65% win rate. Maybe they go down to 55, but yeah, still, still People just don't good. know how to play against melee teams. Honestly, that's, it's a big issue, but in that cage is tough. You yeah. know, I, I don't know. So 
you haven't heard our the the uh, the podcast that we're releasing for this week is coming out tomorrow. So this one's going to release right before Nova. But the, but I in my last in our last pod, I actually took uh, melee vet guard and I crushed cultists. Cultists? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, hand axes. What the heck? <laughs> it was really weird. It was really weird. Um, are we are we gonna extrapolate on that? <laughs> just- I mean, yeah. Um, I I took every single time with my leader. I would take the retain ones, and then I would just after turn two, I'd retain ones, and then I'd uh, or retain reroll ones for combat, retain. and then I retain a hit, and then I just had like my demo man blow stuff up. Um, and then like the three, five damage, the three, five ones could just, I just cut through them. I don't know. It was just weird. And I was like, Whoa, is this the new blooded? Am I just actually playing blooded? And I didn't know. Uh, it was really, really weird. And un- okay. My secondaries I took, cause I was TOing, right? So like my secondaries I took was hold them back, seize defenses or seize access point and, um, escort operative. Awful things to play into to uh, cultists, you would think, right? I melt a gun, made it to the back line. I got the seize access. I did not get hold them back. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, very interesting. Uh, if you just play, so uh, hot tip for anyone out there: if you if you struggle against a team, just change the way you play entirely and see if that if you have a better chance at winning something. Uh, winning against that team that has always given you, because uh, maybe it's just your mindset, you know. Like some, I I do notice like people that I've played in the past, like when I've played Vetguard, there are specific people that is like, oh, I'm playing Vetguard or I'm oh I'm playing Dakota, and they they just beat themselves before they even roll dice. Yeah, you know, and it's just like half of this game, especially in person compared to TTS, it's a lot of mentality. It's a lot of mental games. So as long as your mental stays strong, you know. Um, yeah, that could be another reason why melee vet guard one couldn't tell you why, why, why it didn't. That's crazy. Because <laughs> of Felgor. That is insane. I, I lost to Felgor. I lost to them. I couldn't beat them. I did not expect to beat cultists and I just took four hand axes and a rosary and I just ran at them and I killed everything. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. my, my demo mind did kill both blessed blades and, uh, and a normal guy. So, so. Yeah. Uh, are chaos cults us here? I yes. I mean, still they got. They, they got definitely the have a potential to win for sure. If a good player brings them, they definitely have a potential to win. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, yeah, I, I, hundred, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, chaos am cult I, can win. Um, am I going to play melee vet guard into cultists again? Absolutely, because I won last time. Okay. Just, <laughs> I'm going to beat my head against the wall until I win again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so is there so uh, talking about their nerfs uh, you won with them at ACO do you think that their nerfs are super super detrimental to the team you sounded they, reluctant to put them in the S tier they are pretty detrimental so I think that I so like they're much worse into like as, as far as I, I think first of all the biggest thing about the nerfs is it makes it makes it a lot harder for a bad cult player to win games which i think that's a really good nerf in that sense agreed um very much more skill dependent yes um that being said i think that 
we have seen a lot of cults at this point, and everybody knows what their game plan is against cults. Um, so a lot of players are are prepared for the matchup too. Um, and the six up field no pain is significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you are up against a player that is capable of, you know, maybe if they're running a team that is equipped to be super aggressive, uh, they can really punish you. Like really, like more so than before, and not just on turn one, like on other turns as well. Um, that being said, I, I do still think they're asked here. I think a really good player could could easily win. Not easily, nothing's easy, but I think I could see that. Maybe it was easy. You well, would know. Not you anymore. played Ryan at the end, right? Or um, you played? No, you, I. So I played. That was on a different one when you got a ten man. I played legionary against Ryan's cult. Yeah. That was the um, at Salt City, and I played Chaos Cult at uh, ACL. I did play against Nick Craven's Chaos Cult in a mirror match, and that was. You can only imagine how fun that was. Who wins the mirror? The first one to go, or <laughs> I? I mean, I personally, I just tried to play really aggressive on turn one. Um. That was my game plan. And when his icon moved up, I just tried to charge his icon with devotees because it's the one guy that my devotee can kill and not just like, not kill, but mutate off of um, without like giving him a mutation, you know? Yeah. Um, I like did like super aggro, like crack grenade with covert guys, engaged guy and like recon dashed my icon arc and like just tried to be really aggressive. <laughs> but yeah, I, I killed the icon arc with a with a chainsaw confidant. You can actually awesome. kill the icon arc now. How crazy is that? I know it's nuts. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think they're us too. Cool. All right, yeah. so we have two teams left. We have hand of the archon. We have commandos. So why do you want to do hand first? Let's do hand first. Hand hey. is like the other. I mean, they're getting enough recognition at this point that I don't think you can call them a sleeper team anymore. But they were my other sleeper team with Star Striders. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so good, man. Yeah, they are. They are. They like the. I think they're amazing into elite teams. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty good into commandos. Um, I think they're, they're like, fast. Yeah, they're pretty fast. Um, mm-hmm. I I think they struggle the most into Geller Pox and Chaos Cult, but I I think those teams are less common than they were. Um. And outside of that, like, I don't know, like the worst thing you could say about them is they're a little bit swingy sometimes. Yeah, I definitely think that Hand of the Archon is a very strong team still. It's good in both. They're good in both formats. They steamroll really easily. Uh, they do take a lot of skill to pilot. But if you're if you're asking me, I think they're easily top pod material. Do I see them? If they won, would I be surprised? No. But uh, I don't. I also don't necessarily know if I see them just taking the event entirely. I, I would be surprised if they won just because we haven't seen that before. I uh, handed the Arcane Agreed. hasn't won a major, but I think they have it in them. Agreed. You think it's so top pod material? It's so, it's so borderline. I almost want to say a, because of the things in the, in the top pod. Well, um, well mm, I actually think actually, that they're mm, really good in all the things in the yeah, top pod other yeah. than cast call. If anything, they're, they're probably worse against breachers. Is that any of the things in top odd? Mm-hmm. Preacher's Geller Pox cast cults are probably not fun, but I don't know. How about man. Harlequins? 
Harlequins. I feel oh, like geez. that's a skill because they're right? going to close that gap. And th- there's like a few melee guys on the team. I think that Hand of the Arcan have the tools to just wreck Harlequins, but I think it's probably not. It's probably pretty close to even. Like the, that team can just load up on crits so hard. And then like your four up and vuln doesn't matter. And like your Segrax just doesn't matter because you just rolled like three or four crits. Um, I poison think grenade. S? Every team hates poison grenade. I don't know. I'd say A tier just because they haven't done it before. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's safe. Well, I put them in high A. I put them as the top A in my opinion. Yeah. I definitely put them in A for sure. Top A for sure. So we have one last team to talk about. Yeah. Commandos. Yeah. yeah. Commandos. <laughs> Commandos is great into cultists. They're great into a lot of stuff, and a lot of people are considering them top tier material. Again. So I think they're the I, best team right now. Yeah. I feel like they have a rock, paper, scissors. What what teams are good into commandos? I think Legionary and Intercession are the best. And then I think Hand of the Archon are low key pretty good into commandos. Because them having, what, 10 wounds each, so little guys don't instantly kill them. So you need bigger guys to do it. But, you can, um, but then you can still have enough to hit to kill the big guys. You can tax just a scratch, which is huge. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can do that for sure. We still have, and then you have, you know, Admech. I still think that, uh, like, Pathfinders and Vetguard and maybe even Phobos are decent into them. I'm not sure about Phobos, but. Yeah, like. I don't know. I just think commandos are like right. I think now, they're a very healthy team for sure. I do. Yeah. As far as the best team, I think they're like maybe the most healthy best team we've ever had. Um, I, I just, I feel like there's a, it's a combination of like a lot of things like having to deal with like multiple sneaky gets on certain boards is, is pretty silly. Like they have 11 activations that a team with that chassis should not have 11 activations. They're really durable. They're hard to kill. I don't know if it's durable. They're hard to kill though. Yes, they are hard to the kill. squig in the hands of a good player is like really annoying because they just they set it up in a way that they can't get punished. Like they're not going to get exploded turn one. They'll just put it outside, and like you can maybe try to kill it, but you have to go way out of your way to kill it on turn one. And then after turn one, at the end of turn one, they'll just move it up into heavy cover somewhere. And then it's just like every turn after that, it's like if the commandos win initiative, they just might just delete delete guys. something just because they won initiative, like. It's wild. Um, and then, you know, they, they have dynamite, they have rocket, they have good melee on almost everybody. And they out-activate pretty much everything that's not a horde. And the hordes that are out there only have, like, typically, like, one or two more activations of commandos. And the chassis are way worse. Way, like, way worse. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just so much with them. Like, I, they, I don't think they should be able, allowed to sneaky get twice. And I don't think they should be 11 activations. They could sneak you get three times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they could do that. They could do it. <laughs> yeah, they could do it three times. <laughs> um, I mean, in theory, you're right. Let's have 11 activations till the squig's gone. So let's say for the first, let's say 11 for the first two turns, then goes down to 10. Yeah. That's still good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they're, they definitely have a great shot at winning. They just won Goonhammer. Who won that, by the way? Did we know? Uh, Liam. Liam? Yes. So who did and the golden ticket go to? Uh, I went to Mike Cortez, who is also running Commandos, who placed third. And then also the other big tournament this weekend was Gateway Open, and that was Mm. also won by Commandos. So, Well, well, well. 
I'd um, also like to see if they win the whole thing. I have a I have a bad feeling if uh, intercession or if commandos win Nova. I uh, the farseer inside me, the deep the deep dark Xenos heretic in me is seeing a, a nerf for one of, if not both of those teams, in the yeah. future. And also, Adrian Bonavento just got a ticket at Salt City with commandos for what it's worth. He plays third, right? Yeah, because he was behind Lathong and myself. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I played against him, and they were scary. They absolutely hate Legionary. They hate Nurgle Legionary. And it's one of the reasons I'm kind of comfortable with Legionary this tournament. Um, yeah. You have to think of like, hey, is everyone going to be bringing commandos? Is everyone going to bring bringing cultists? And then if you're looking at a different alternative team, like who's good into both of those teams? Yeah. And like, honestly, like I look at all the teams in top tier and weirdly, like even though we think commandos are the best, I think chaos cult is the team with the least like nightmare matchups. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. They're still, I think they're still by far the best team in kill team. Um, Agreed. I think that they just can annihilate so many people. They have such a gate gatekeeper mentality, even against like good teams. It depends. I mean, it's really heavily dependent on the map pack and the fact that we still don't know what we're going to be playing on. It just makes me think they're going to make it up day of, unfortunately, or they're going to use possibly the, uh, the dudes from, uh, London. What is that? What is their packet called? Oh, turning point tactics, turning point tactics. Um, yeah, you know, I think that chaos Cult's worst matchups are higher tech circle and commandos. And only one of them is likely to be played. (laughs) So, it's not that bad. Realistically, everything in ANS are pretty good, so they all have a good chance of winning Nova. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you could say Legionary have the lead. Like, Legionary's worst matchup are like Blooded and Kasrakan. And Hand of the Archon. I think Hand of the Archon's really good against elites. So yeah, I think I- the biggest rock, paper, scissors is like, it's not even rock, it's like there's four things. <laughs> Instead of three. Like, because it's Commandos, there's chaos cults, and then there's like one of the elite teams, either of the elite teams, I guess. I'm gonna laugh so hard when none of our teams like fucking Tyranids win this whole thing. You that know, would be just, dumb as hell. We're all just gonna think about our lives. And <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> and when they do, Giacomo, you're gonna be look back at this podcast and you're gonna be like, wow, how did Warp come and win? I thought your parents <laughs> taught you not to lie. <laughs> if Warp Coven win, I hope we just delete them from the game. I just, you know, sail them off into the, give them a Viking funeral. My, my hope is that I've always asked GW through my hopes and prayers to the emperor that they would update compendium again. But at this point, it very seems, it seems like that's definitely not going to happen. I wish yeah. that they would just delete the teams. We already ha- we have literally so many teams that adding compendium to the list really really suffers a TO's mental load um, to know everything. Yeah, I, yeah, compendium's too much. I mean, get it out of here. It doesn't even get played. Yeah, it's outside of maybe uh, maybe custodes. Yeah. Like make it legacy or something. I don't know. Like if there was like a legacy for kill team, that would be interesting. And then you could say like, um, 
this is a legacy tournament or this is a, uh, I think, uh, Australia just had a full compendium tournament, tournament. which could be um, a little fun thing, little thing to do every now and then. Why not? Sure. Custodes probably one. Probably. Yeah. It's probably talents or guard or something. Yeah. I don't know if I, if I had to play a compendium team at this tournament, Oh, I guess it would be talents, but otherwise it would be demons. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this was all, it was almost interesting. And I was like, yeah. Oh no, it's no, just, it's just no, you play talents. talents are like actually a decent team. If I was, if I was to bring a compendium team and this is all compendium, I would probably bring either craft worlds or Drakari, just cause I like the way that those two compendium teams function. Hey, um, talents are kind of good against commandos. Are they? I mean, how does, how does a commando kill anything on that team? They don't. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like, you put just like a bunch of the mass on the sisters and they're like, ah, I yeah, took like no damage. A sister literally cannot die to anything on that team in less than three hits. That's kind of crazy to think about. Even, I mean, even legionary cannot kill a faceplate sister in less than three hits with any weapon other than like a corn, um, like demon blade or whatever. Or what like about the leaders? Person. The leaders, uh, five, seven, that's what I'm talking about. The demon blade. Oh, you're like right. It's four seven. So like if you're yeah. specifically running corn or I guess Slanesh have the same thing where like the crit becomes eight, um, mm. then you can kill them in two in two, but that that's it. You have to be running that. That's it's crazy. Like, it's stupid. It's absolutely And they get stupid. a strike back twice and they're probably yeah, and they have a hit. power weapon. <laughs> yeah. Heaven forbid they actually how you hit. trade into that. I just have no clue. Yeah. And if you get stuck with like a board and sword, Custody's just going to block your hits here and destroy you. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting to see custodes perform well. Uh, I'd be very excited. I do think that custodes are really bad into uh, vet guard and pathfinders and possibly Kassikins. So I think, I don't think that they're very good into those teams, which is why tier. they'll stay, uh, stay yeah. in B tier teams that play the mission really well, especially in open board, I think can just win against them. I would activate them. Yeah. I mean, hey, I think Pathfinders could probably do pretty well against them. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, you, just because they what? can shoot, there's so many people that can shoot at them. And they'll be like, oh, you only have seven models? Okay, I'm just going to five mark light this person and then shoot the shit out of them because <laughs> I don't have to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? I just thought about it. Even the even the corn Demon Blade can't two-shot a sister because they just use freaking Aegis of the Emperor and you don't even get your crits. So, so unless you have a weapon that's doing six normal damage, you cannot kill them in two hits. <laughs> so is that our dark horse? For the, so if we all had to choose a dark horse for the tournament, something so what that tier do they have to be in to be dark horse? Not anything. They could, I think, I think B, you could choose Ecclesi. You could just choose Ecclesiarchy and then everyone will, will, <laughs> will stop, really stop lying. <laughs> will really be like, why am I listening to this? At least lie like a cool <laughs> guy and say death watch. <laughs> I mean, if we're, if we're going by a team that's not in the top pod or winner tier, if I had the team I'd be least surprised winning this tournament outside of those two tiers is probably Vetguard because we, we have Vetguard and B. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have Vetguard okay. and B. I would have said Cassian. I don't know. Mm. I would say <clears throat> Pathfinders is my, is my uh, dark horse. So we have a we have a Karsigan, we have a Pathfinder, and we have a Vedguard. Those are the dark shooty uh, shooty horde teams. Yeah. Hey man, 
No one ever hey. went broke betting against or betting for shooty hordes. That's, That's true. true. I bring a rifle and a knife for a knife fight every time. <laughs> or, or actually, I bring a ba- I bring a bat. You know, in this. Yeah, but this should yeah. be fun. I mean, I'm I'm playing legionary. I know. I mean, you guys know that already. I yeah. don't really care. And now the whole I'm world not. does. Well, um, anyone who listens to the Squad Games podcast, um, anybody that cares enough to be this deep in like scouting me. They probably already know that I'm playing Legionnaires. <laughs> so yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I just you, think you, they're really great right now. I have never won anything. I'm bringing Vetguard. I'm bringing the superheroes, my my action heroes to uh, come and fight people. Um, do we think anyone else is actually... I don't want to out anyone. I'm interested to see what everyone's going to bring. I think it could be a very interesting field, especially when we have so there's literally so many teams. Yeah. I mean, if we're doing like a power rankings of like players that are going to this tournament, I think Leander would probably be the most likely to win. I don't know what he's taking, but like Leander's just having a really good season. Yeah. There's 40 teams. Um, I think that, I could see Leander. I could see you. I could see Orion. I I'm on a see great in- streak, by the way. I haven't lost a tournament game since KTO. It's impressive. I know. I'm 16. I may never lose again. I, it might not ever happen. Only Legionnaire wins from now on. <laughs> Although some of the f- five of those wins in the middle there were cast cult. So I don't know how much of <laughs> that counts. Um, yeah, I. there isn't a lot of other. Uh, I mean, I. Nick Craven could win too. I mean, these are just people that we can see out of the 24 people that have really shown their faces. Could be a rando. Nick is great. Could be. I feel like it's going to be somebody that doesn't have a ticket. That'd be Already. dope. That'd those, be pretty those dope. Those players are, are trying harder, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we could see, to be honest, if I if they offered me the ticket, I don't know if I would, well, I don't know if I'd accept it. Sure, you got to be kidding me. That Nova is a fully paid one. I know. I have a lot of stuff going That's on. That's actually the main reason I'm trying hard <laughs> at this tournament is because I have a ticket, but it's not a fully paid one. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You could you could exchange it in. It is financially beneficial, viable for me to try hard at this tournament. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the same with Jimmy, right? Jimmy doesn't have one that's paid for either. He has a silver. You have a silver. Yeah. Um, Wilfong has a gold. Um, Leander has a gold. Yeah, I have... I have my own thoughts and feelings about Games Workshop and uh, the pressure they put on the TOs by giving out, making this whole thing, and then people contacting you. Hey, is this a golden ticket event? Is this this? Is this this? And it's like, it makes it very difficult from a TO's aspect. Yeah, there should um, be a cleaner way. Maybe like if you this. have like a certain amount of wins at a certain amount of events, uh, qualifying events, yeah, that, then you could win a golden ticket. That would be nice, but... Uh, yeah, it's better marketing for them to do it this way and force force TOs to take it out of their own winnings to uh, to do it. Yeah, not a, not a, not a fan, not a fan, not a stan. But uh, you know, I think it's a, a great marketing strategy to make their invitational, you know, worth going to for sure. I'm really excited to go to Atlanta. I will say that. That's where the players play. I forget which rapper says that. I just, I keep thinking about like, I wonder what the meta will be like by then. I well, wouldn't be surprised to see a commando nerf before that. Yeah. Like well, November, right? 
I'm expecting Q4 to drop, what, October, maybe? That would make Um, sense. Yeah, right before. They love to do it literally every year. They've done it right before SoCal Open, the week before. So October 14th is my guessing date. Okay. Uh, October 14th. Um, And I would definitely see another nerf to Colts, another nerf to Intercession, uh, Commandos. And then I'm guessing we're going to have Justine... Striking scorpions and scouts, if scouts are actually a real thing by then. And then possibly the rumor on the block is what Terminators and Gene Stealers, right? Imagine if they. Terminators and Gene Stealers? That is the rumor. Really? Yeah. I still want that. It would be. Do you know how cool it would be to have four Space Marines and a cat as your team? (laughs) That would be sick. I think you'd get five. uh, Shit. Maybe, maybe six. No, four. Give us four and make their guns and weapons just fucking dope. Like assault cannon, seven shots, you know, like a whole bunch of good stuff. Missile launchers, power fists. Great. Oh, man. I'd be so excited. Like I think of the board game. I don't know if you guys have played the board game Space Hulk. Not the one that GW makes, but like the card game one that Fantasy Flight makes. And if I remember, there's five teams, five teams of two and each one has like a specialist so you'd probably get the five of there and then like one warrior like terminator Mm. all blood angels of course yeah so my other thought is uh would season three second box be out by mid-november they usually drop around that point in time even know if the first box will be out by november to be honest i was really disappointed in seeing the Nova not having any kill team releases. That is too bad. I was really excited to like go in the room and see the stuff. I think I'll just skip it. Um, yet the fact, I mean, it's just what Wednesday, Thursday, maybe they're going to have a Friday, Saturday preview, but it's like a Wednesday, Thursday preview and there's no kill team whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, I was for sure thought that it would be, um, they would have announced something at Nova for kill team. I, I don't know why. I think a lot of the marketing hype, like one thing that I've always asked Kill Team to do is to have a Twitter page for official Kill Team news to be like, hey, we realize cults is our problem. We are working on it. Thanks. Hey, yeah. look forward uh, in three weeks. We're going to be dropping a, uh, uh, you know, a data slate. And then all the, like, it's just a way to build hype, like, and better communication. I think the, the problem is with Games Workshop, they have the worst communication in the world. Uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors. You never know what's actually happening, uh, especially with the 40K stuff. Hey, guys, we know that the 10th edition's, uh, you know, we're, we're working on changes for Eldar, you know, just something. So I will say, coming from, because I played a lot of MCP last year. Yeah. GW is way better about communicating than, than Atomic Mass Games is. Oh, yeah. AMG is one of the worst. One of my... Uh, they got hella transmissions, though. I will say that I told Giacomo I refuse to play Crisis Protocol until they release Doctor Doom. Yeah, he doesn't you, exist. In you the and fucking everyone game. else are I mean, waiting for him and for Fantastic Four. Fuck Fantastic Four! I just want Doctor Doom. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Stretchy Man, Bernie Man, Rock Man, and Visigirl. You know, I don't care. <laughs> I only care about Doctor Doom and Spider Man and Wolverine. Okay. That's well, there's it. like five Spider-Mans. There's like five Spider-Mans. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, I was way more excited for Wolverine when I thought he was, I thought he had an orange and yellow costume and I found out it was brown and yellow because I'm colorblind. Um, made me very upset inside. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you say. Uh, yeah, it's true. I'll judge you hard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have to call up Giacomo and be like, Hey, does this color look right? (laughs) That's true. He (laughs) called me this weekend. And then I also did it with, uh, my halo master chief. I was like, yo, does this look good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you but, guys, um, Dakota, you said you're going to be at the team tournament, right? Yes, that is the goal. I think I'm supposed, I leave here on Friday. I'm supposed to arrive in DC. No, I leave on Thursday. I'm supposed to arrive Thursday night at 10. Me too. Now, there's a lot of delays that's been happening. I have I have like an hour layover in Atlanta. Well, heaven okay. forbid there's there's one here or heaven forbid there's something in Atlanta. Um, that's a delay. So I, I could foresee, but I think I come in, I'm supposed to be arriving at 10, 10 PM. Well, if you get delayed and you can't do the team tournament, tell your, tell Janice and, and Jeremy that I, I will happily be the ringer. Okay. Cause I'm going to be there. I don't have a team. I'm just, my plan is to, I'll fill in if somebody needs me. And if not, I'll just help Matt judge. Okay. Or you can also come out. and be our team captain. Tell us like what we should do. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll be, <laughs> That'll be fun. It'll be like the, uh, the, we, we allow that at AVTT. Like if somebody doesn't want to play, they can be the, yeah, you're not allowed to say anything in between the rounds. You're just kind of like the strategist, like in between. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what they do at 40 K events too. So you could have a team of four. I could coach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm sure some team will need, somebody will need a third player, but imagine if I don't make it and there's like a 12 hour, 16 hour flight delay, then go for it. And they're, they're getting some legionaries. <laughs> we're we're going to chaos it up. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Um, and then when are you, when are you leaving? I am there until Monday morning and I'm going to Monday morning? leave Monday. I'm probably, well, probably like Monday, like noonish. I'm probably trying to leave. Gotcha. But I'm all set up. I'm all good. I'm excited to fly in. I usually don't fly into tournaments. I just really didn't want to make the six hour drive. Mm hmm. To Nova, and unfortunately, I'm not going with my my co-host Ryan. Ryan is that's not what I was going to ask. Makes me sad. Uh, so Ryan. I'm flying solo. I don't even know what that. That's just crazy. I don't even I don't even know what that is. You can team up I've with never me. Never a tournament without Ryan. I'm, a, I'm also solo. It's crazy. Sad days, Giacomo. Yeah, I know. How dare you, Giacomo? <laughs> 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 right. You I and did, Ryan. Yeah. No one's going to watch my cat. I don't. I don't leave her alone. You know, I don't want to leave her alone. That's me. I'm leaving my cat alone, man. We got to make sacrifices. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. When when we go, we're definitely gonna have to do some content. We'll call it Command Squad or Command Squad Point. Squad, squad Point. I think Squad Point <laughs> sounds better. Squad Point. I like Squad Point. It's better. I think Squad Point is better than both of our individual names. Now is it Squad Points? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No. Squad Point. Command Point. It's not Command Points. But it's Squad Games. No, you already get squad. squad you're not going to get. You're not going to add another letter. <laughs> I was going to say command five letters. Command game. <laughs> okay, okay, five letters. Five letters is good. All right, fair enough. Fair and enough. And none of those letters are the same either. So that look at that. <laughs> That's cool, right? But just so you know, I will be rooting for you. I think that uh, it'd be really nice for you to get a golden ticket, a fully paid uh, trip to. Oh, that would be the best, wouldn't it? It would be my it third would. ticket. Yeah, it'd be like Thanos. 
Yeah, exactly. And then you'll have to, then you'll have to fight Ace. Collecting um, the infinity tickets. Yeah. Ace just got a ticket. <laughs> did he? He did this weekend. Him and uh, Java, I believe the guy's name is. And mm. Java, fun fact, Java, the guy that won the other ticket, I played against him in the, we, we recently did a big TTS, like world team league thing with like a team USA and a team Spain and a team Europe. And I played against that Java guy. Yeah. Um, he's a great player. I, I He was playing Breachers, and I was Legionaries. And I think I won like 17-16, but he was a menace. Very good wow. player. Wow. Yeah. Now, who won the whole world tournament? So I believe Spain won. Of course they did. But it was close against like, Russia. They but, Spain beat USA like five wins to three. And they beat Russia f- like five wins to three. Interesting. What about Poland? I know against Russia, like Russia won the first three games and it was like, what the heck is going on here? Oh, wow. <laughs> and then Spain was like, nah. And Spain actually, just won the rest. Actually. Yeah, but I mean, if, to be fair though, for like Team USA, like um, Team USA had a great, we had a strong team. We had a great team. Who was the but, team? Um, it was, so the, the, the problem is, is like our team was very good, but we didn't have like Baki or Will Fong or Travis mm. Chang. So it's like three of our best players that just weren't there. So I think our team was, it was myself. It was both the guys from Six Sided Legion, Brett and Blaine. Brett and Blaine, yep. It was um, Matt Hurl. It was um, Kellen Foster. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, oh God, I'm like forgetting. Um, It's been like a couple months. Uh, Kellen Foster, it was Mike Cortez. Um. It was, who else, who else, who else? Um, and then there was two guys that are like TTS guys. Okay. That, that aren't like known, like um, like tournament players. Um, but we had I a pretty know. solid team. Um, and we, we played against Latin America as well, and we just completely crushed them. Um, and we we took, we won a few games off Spain. I won my game, and, and that's all I can say. That's all, that's all I, what more can you do? Yeah. But uh, Java was the, a was a good player. Yeah, that's the uh, the effort of the, the team tournaments. You know, you just try to do your part, and when you lose, you hope everyone can bring you it blame up. Blame everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but they it's can, so, it's cool that I got to play a guy in that, and now I might get to rematch him in real life. How sick is that? That's cool. That's now, just do you, crazy. Do you know anything about them? Have they said anything about the like? what the actual like format is going to be for it. Like, cause last year they did double elimination. I guarantee you they're not going to do that this year. No, there's too many. Um, I have no idea what the format's going to be. I think so. Like the, the GW things have not been doing into the dark because it's mm-hmm. been like 60 plus player tr- events. And I think they don't want to set it up is what I've heard, mm-hmm. which is understandable. So I think that the final, I think Atlanta will have into the dark cause there's less players, less boards. Yeah. Um, it also depends on how many people actually go. Like, you know, it is stated that, you know, people who get the ticket, you know, uh, you know, should go. Um, but like, I don't know how many people are actually going to go or how many people are actually going to cancel. So especially yeah. people from other regions and other countries, it's ex- coming to America is really expensive. For sure. I want all the Europeans to come. That'd I would love sick. to play the European players. How many Euro- do you know how many European golden tickets were given out? Um, at least that I'm aware of like four or five and there's more coming. Okay. 
So, I mean, probably more than that realistically, but I know of like three Spanish players and a British guy. Got it. And I know that Australia is giving out one. Um, And then I'm not sure about anything or anywhere else. Okay. I, mean, I know that the East coast though, there are so many East coast <laughs> tickets that have been given out. It's crazy. Yeah. SoCal opens giving out one. And okay. then I figured as much. Yeah. I haven't received word about any of our other tournaments for squad games other than SoCal open and LVO. So I don't know if there's LVO is next year, right? That, that yeah, that's yeah. for next season. So I don't SoCal open might be the last opportunity Maybe if we get, maybe if I, we get one for the AVTT, like, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, as far as what's left, I mean, on the East coast, there's still New York open and Tampa. Yeah. And obviously Nova. I think the only West coast ones that were given out this year, which seems a little one-sided <laughs> games workshop, um, was Tacoma and SoCal. So, and then yeah. like, I mean, LVO. I, well, yeah. LVO. LVO, uh, Tacoma. So three. SoCal. BAO wasn't? Nope. I thought BAO was, huh? Nope. BAO is considered too small of an event. Maybe next year. That's not Because possible. we had 28 players. Well, here's the thing. Uh, BAO, the biggest event, the biggest tournament that's ever happened at BAO was 14 players. Okay. Now, now we could argue that, you know, Salt Lake had eight players and all these other, you know, small golden ticket events have smaller ones. But, you know, that's the reason. GW is handing out the tickets. We're not, right? So, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think I think when we applied, we were supposed to prove that we had over forty people going to our our events, and uh, you know that's crazy because Salt City didn't even have a cap of forty. <laughs> yeah, and like I can tell you that like the only events that I applied for, which I think I received zero from my applications, um, were all above forty. So it's a very interesting. Uh, well, it's funny because back in the day, East Coast used to have like no tournaments and West Coast had all the tournaments. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it's opposite. Yeah. I can tell you what I did a BCP search on uh, to see like what are local kill team tournaments near me. And I did it for like six months. It was only our tournaments in like 500, 500 miles. Then I expanded it to a thousand miles and it was us and the... Uh, KTC guys and like one other group up in Portland Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Just, just SoCal, just Pacific Northwest. Right. So, and then there's nothing Midwest, no nothing. And then I had to expand it to 3000 miles to get the rest of the United States. And it just like tripled or doubled, you know, like how many, how many events are going on on the East side, East coast. I want to see like, uh, I wish we could do like regional team tournaments. Why don't these things? Like, um, like I'd love to see like a West Coast or like a, not even West Coast, like a Snorkel and a SoCal and a Pacific Northwest and like an East Coast and a Texas all like fighting. Yeah. That would be sweet. That, that would be, be super sweet. cool. Now, would we do this on TTS or would we try to uh, see? I was saying like if if there was ever a tournament where like there would be that would be viable, like a big enough tournament where so many American players are going like an LVO or, or something I think- like that. I think LVO would be the only one that we could really do. Yeah. That would be awesome if there was, if LVO expanded to four days, I heard LVO is supposed to be bigger next year. So if it does, maybe, uh, maybe a Thursday event, we do that. And then we do the championship event. Yeah. That would be sweet. Yeah. You could have that be like, yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, 
I don't know if I'm going to LVO. It's just so much. So much. I bet you have, you also have, I think you could swing it maybe. I don't know your personal finances if you won this golden ticket. And that's why I'm rooting for you so that you can come that's to That's true. The golden ticket. Actually, winning so, Nova would potentially domino affect me being able to budget LVO. Yeah. So, so, so win this for me, win Nova so you can come to LVO, you and Ryan. Yeah. And if I don't go to LVO, that means I'm like 100% going to try to go to Adepticon. Yeah. Makes Adepticon's sense. one I've always wanted to go to because it's so ginormous. Um, and, and such like a spectacle. It's I'd love fun. to go there one day. They've always had weird formats for me to actually want to go and like compete, but Adepticon is a place I'd want to go. And instead of play, I'd actually rather go and walk around. I think I can see that. And you know, I think Nova is another, it's not quite on the level of Adepticon, but it's kind of in that realm where Nova mm-hmm. is like a really cool place from everything I've heard. Like it's a really cool event to go to and just like see everything. See, I would, if I was going to go to, to Adepticon, I would go with my wife in cosplay and we would both dress up as Sisters of Battle. <laughs> fucking awesome. No, dude, you should be the guy in like the penitent engine. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool. You know? They'd be like, raggedy, hear that thing like, from Alien. I want to wear a white, I want to wear a white, a white wig though. I'm not going to lie. Okay, fair enough. Fun. I think that'd be fun. Fake high heels too. Not real ones. How Fake. 1800s of you. <laughs> the what? How 1800s of you. Like it was like 1800s when they wore powdered like 18, Yeah, that was like 18th century. I mean, I guess yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. also in the 1800s. See, there you go. I'm sure there's somebody out there right now wearing a powdered wig. Absolutely. If you're wearing a powdered wig, take a picture of it. <laughs> put it in our <laughs> Discord. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I'd like to see that shit. It'd be pretty cool. I'd love cool. to know that a powdered wig. That would be amazing. That's like a total <laughs> power move right there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the one person that I'd love to see in a powdered wig would be Giacomo. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. I am Lord <laughs> Giacomo, really owner of Zone Seven. Absolutely, yeah. I'd make that look hot, though. <laughs> Hell you yeah, would. <laughs> you would. Oh God, mm. we're coming up on two hours, guys. Are you going to? We cut are me coming off? to just about two hours. Is there anything <laughs> that you want to shout out? Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, you know um, subscribe to Command Point. Check out Command Point. I am um, working on some some big stuff. Uh, eventually, a legionary guide of, of of epic proportions will one day be released. One day in the future, probably not soon, but do it um, before they get nerfed. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> you know we do podcasts and all that fun stuff and tier lists. And clearly, if you've listened this long, you like tier lists, so go check that out. Um, and uh, you know. Christmas time is coming up. We're only a few months away. And, uh, are you going to do another 12 days of Christmas? 12 days of kill team, 12 days of kill. It team? was, it was such a hit that I can't not do it. I mean, it would be like, it would be, it would be foolish of me not to, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, check that out. When, when Christmas time rolls around, that, that's, that's a spectacle. 12 new very, teams from last year. No copies. It was very enjoyable. I've heard a lot of positive stuff about that and uh, I'm glad people liked it. Um, but yeah, check out command point, uh, check out our discord, come to Nova, say hi. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that's it. That's all I got. Cool beans. Cool. How about you D? Um, I think that I would, uh, like to shout out our, uh, YouTube, um, our Instagram, 
and our Twitch channel. If you guys haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and do that. Uh, and also, if you guys are considering being a Patreon, uh, we would uh, love the extra support. Uh, and thank you for listening for this long. How about you, Jeek? You can find me on Instagram at wargaming underscore studios where I'm painting more miniatures. And like Dakota mentioned earlier, you can find us on our discord that's squad games on discord and the link is in the show notes as well. And one more time, we want to thank our patrons so much for doing what they do. And uh, I think it's time for us to go. Subscribe to command point. Peace. The Squad Games Podcast is a production of Squad Games Entertainment. For more information on Squad Games, please visit our website at lustersworkshop.com slash squad dash games.